Welcome to the Nutrition Tidbits Podcast. This is Gloria Sang, Editor-in-Chief for HealthCastle.com. Do your kids prefer ice cream and sugary drinks to asparagus and green pepper? Don't worry, you're not alone dealing with kids with a sweet tooth. Joining me today is nutritionist Lisbeth Ward, author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Feeding Your Baby and Toddler. She's here today to tell us how to let your kids enjoy sweets without drowning in sugar. Thank you for joining me, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me. So we all know that we need carbohydrates, and sugar is just a form of carbohydrates. So why too much sugar is a concern for children? Well, I think the biggest concern about sugar is the company it keeps. And when I say that, I mean that sugary foods tend to be lower in nutrients, at least the most processed foods, like the sugary drinks that you mentioned, and candy and cookies and things like that. Um, And you did talk about the need for carbohydrates. Kids definitely need carbohydrate in order to fuel their busy bodies. But, But I prefer, as a registered dietitian and a mom, a diet that's rich in complex carbohydrates, not the simple sugars that are found in the low-nutrient foods, in, in generally speaking. Mm-hmm. So I often heard you know, mom saying that, you know, I don't want to give too much sugar to my child. So how much is too much in terms of sugar? Well, they don't actually need any added sugar. But, you know, people are born with a preference for sweets, and kids are naturally attracted to sweet foods. So in my family, what what I do with my three girls is allow them one treat a day. So it might be a couple of cookies or some candy that we have, you know, laying around the house or a bowl of ice cream. And I just kind of let them have that no questions asked. I do not think that kids should be given soda on a regular basis or even, uh, you know, too much juice uh, can also be problematic because kids end up drinking too many calories. So what are your thoughts about, you know, you mentioned about juice. You know, some people feel that juice is natural and some people feel that, you know, chocolate milk has too much sugar. So how do you, what's your thoughts on, you know, fruit juice versus sweetened milk? Well, um, you know, I, I may be surprising some, some people by saying that I actually favor chocolate milk um, as a way to get kids to um, drink their milk. Uh, I have one, one of my children drink chocolate milk, nothing but chocolate milk for two years, and I was thankful for having chocolate. Um, I don't have a problem with chocolate milk. Again, it all um, matters, you know, what is the total intake of sugar over the course of the day or in this child's diet, let's say, over the course of a week. When it comes to juice, the American Academy of Pediatrics says, you know, no more than six ounces starting at six months of age and up to six years of age. So that you can kind of remember that by the, the sixes in that recommendation. And no, yeah, yeah, no more than six ounces a day is, is actually necessary. And I do prefer, you know, the 100% fruit juice. It's a great way to work in a serving of uh, fruit to your, with your child, especially if you have a kid that doesn't really like fruits and vegetables, but you can't be giving this child juice all day long because then, as I said before, he's drinking a lot of his calories, and that could actually lead to weight gain. Mm-hmm. Improper weight gain. We do want kids to gain weight. Exactly. <laughs> now, let's talk about the business of being natural. Many food products claim that they're naturally sweetened. So are these products better? Well, you know, just about every sweetener out there is natural. I mean, it comes from the earth. 
Um, it's not made in a laboratory. Um, brown sugar is as natural as white sugar is, or um, you know, molasses is as natural as honey is. So I don't really buy that. It's all sugar to the body. Mm. So I guess just instead of looking for you know how it's sweetened, we just look at the nutrition facts label. How much sugar they're actually added. Right. Is that the right way to go? Yeah, but sometimes it gets tricky when you're reading a dairy label. Even the plain milk is going to have um, 12 grams of you know sugar, which is actually just lactose. That's the naturally occurring sugar that's actually in the milk. So that's where it gets a little bit tricky because even plain milk looks like it has sugar in it, but lactose is actually a simple sugar. So don't be afraid of that in you know something like cottage cheese or plain yogurt or plain milk. That carbohydrate is there naturally. You, you can't get rid of it, and it's not added sugar. Great information. What about artificial sweeteners? I found that the low-fat or the light yogurt usually contains sweeteners. Are they any good for kids? Well, I don't recommend them for children unless the child has uh, like type 1 diabetes or even type 2 diabetes and really needs an alternate source other than sugar um, and needs to watch his carbohydrate intake. I would like to have something sweet like all the other kids, and I'm fine with that. But if you're giving your child lots of products with artificial sweeteners in them, you need to question your motives. You know, why does this child need to be having so many artificial sweeteners? Is it because he's drinking, you know, three or four cans of soda a day? Um, that's no good because that crowds out other healthier beverages such as milk or juice. Mm, great. So what are some simple steps parents can do to, for their child to keep sugar at bay? Well, I think... Um, you know, just limiting it and kind of putting it in context. Um, so saying, you know, you can have one or two treats a day if you like, whatever, and it could be they could be small, um, but just giving the child the idea that, you know, there's food to grow on and then there's kind of the other food. And 90% of the time we're going to concentrate on the foods we need to grow, which is the whole grains, the lean sources of protein, the dairy foods, the fruits and the vegetables. And this is extra. You know, getting them to understand that these foods are extra, they're not a regular part of our diet. Yet at the same time, not putting them too much on a pedestal, you know, the foods, because that puts them out of reach for the child. So just, you know, educating them over time that this is part of our diet, yes, but it's a very small part. And as they get older, they can actually learn how to calibrate that themselves. Um, and they know that, hey, mom says we can have one treat a day, and I, I have the power over, you know, when I'm going to have that treat. And so that gives them a little more power. But, you know, it really is up to mom, up to the parents, to limit how much sugar that child is having. And, you know, don't keep sugary foods in the house that you don't want your child to have. It's going to make it even harder to say no to them. Great advice. Do you have a website, Elizabeth? I do. It's www.elizabethwardrd.com Great. We'll send our readers to your website. Thank you again for joining me. Thank you. We've been talking to nutritionist Elizabeth Ward, author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Feeding Your Baby and Toddler. For more healthy eating tips and information about this show, go to healthcastle.com.